Welcome to no oh my oh my gosh guys. I'm so sorry. Gwyneth isn't gonna be able to make it. <laughs> oh, this she show. got stuck in traffic. She got stuck in traffic Aww. again. Every time. This is you know, I just don't you know, think I don't it's think meant she to be. likes our podcast. I don't think she's been we on do, this is time number four. We do always bring up her bad films. I mean Well, that's not our fault she has bad films. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault she made choices. Uh, welcome to the Rose and Toast Podcast. <laughs> Where we don't have Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, Yet again. I'm Jordan, and with me as always are John and Ryan. John, how are you? Better after that. <laughs> Ryan, how are you? Good. Gwyneth really did say she was going to come mm. this time. She always does. She just couldn't make it. Um, I guess she had a flight or something to mm. catch. Uh, but we watched... Shut up, Jordan. What, <laughs> I would, what I would identify as one of the best movies we've watched. Oh, yeah, this I know, uh, this was her like best film so far, and she still couldn't make it. I know, you really think she would have shown up for this. Uh, we watched this 2003 comedy. IMDb and Wikipedia, and or no, not Wikipedia, Rotten Tomatoes identified it as an LGBTQ comedy. Which I did not Because get. the because one guy? There's, there's one guy, yeah. I was so confused Maybe by that. Maybe it's because our standards were so low in 2003. Just having like one character. One character that we don't make fun genre. of. Yeah, I would say he was yeah. never made fun of. Yeah. But I was really thrown by that. I was like, that, that's it's it's a comedy. Maybe they're going there's back romance. through and like, labeling anything that is friendly yeah. now to oh, them. Just, just so, so people be know. Because like there are people, in. yeah. Okay, I guess that can make sense. Yeah, because he was a good character. He was. He was funny. Yeah, uh, he looked familiar. He Again, did look another familiar. movie with really familiar looking people. Like, couldn't figure. He out looked really from. familiar to me. He and wasn't I, like listed. I don't think. No, I didn't. I couldn't find him on the thing. But he, he kind of looks like that guy, like Castle. Um, he, like he does. He kind of does look like that guy. I just couldn't. I was like, I know I've seen. This I couldn't place else, him. Yeah, but same. I do not know what. Uh, we. It was directed by Bruno Barreto who has directed movies I've never heard of that I think are Portuguese films. <laughs> uh, it stars Gwyneth Paltrow as Donna Jensen, Christina Applegate for her second time on the podcast. Yeah, I love her. She won't be invited. No! I think around number three we could. Well, I mean, if there is a number three, I think she could. I like I'm sure there Applegate. will be a number three. She's her. not a great actress. I'm sure there's a number yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> there is a number three out there. Uh, she was just Christine... Yeah. Uh, no last name. Mark Ruffalo as Ted Carter, I think. Mark Ruffalo, I love him. He was so he was he essentially just doing uh, thirteen going on thirty again. Yeah, yeah. that was, was uh, his it's a character great role again. For him. Oh, it was. It, he he does was very it well. charming, very endearing. Uh, as Ted Carter, Candace Bergen as Sally Weston, J Joshua Molina as Randy. That's who the actor was. Oh, was it? And mm -hmm. Kelly Preston as Sherry again. No last name needed. Rob Lowe for <laughs> two seconds. a whole two seconds as Pilot Steve, uh, where am I? Pilot Steve Bench, Mike My and Mike Myers as John Whitney, who, aside from Gwyneth, I would say stole the movie for me. Um, I thought he was really great. He did. He made me laugh a couple of times. He did. It has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I thought was kind of low. That's really low for this one. Like, yeah, it, even for critics, like, I would have assumed like 20 at mm -hmm. least. And it had a 34% audience rating, which also seemed low to me. This movie's fantastic. And we might just have lower standards now. <laughs> yeah. But I really liked it. I'm going to watch this again. Like, I enjoyed this probably as much as I enjoyed She-Devil. Yeah. And, like, both are comedies. 
Well, it was she devil more of a comedy than this one? But like, I really enjoyed both of them. Like, this is a. I would recommend this movie to people. Not I to would too, actually. Edge, yeah. But, you know, this is a good one for people yes. to watch. Uh, it was nominated for a choice movie villain for Christina Applegate from the Teen Choice Awards. Huh. Seems like an an odd one. An interesting yeah. like for. I mean, I don't know my 2003 movies very well. Yeah. But. I, mean, I would maybe, assume there would be, like, better ones. Maybe getting your test stolen at that time was, like, a sensitive subject. And so everybody was like, how dare she? How could she do that? How dare uh, I, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Also, a fact about Christina Applegate is that she and Mark Ruffalo's mom in the movie, not in real life, were the mother and daughter and don't tell mom the babysitter is dead. According to IMDb. I don't know if that's for sure. I didn't look it up. Uh, but that's what they said, so I was like, okay, that's interesting. What are you looking at, babe? The movies that came out for the 2003 Nickelodeon series. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, this is not accurate, I don't know what this is called. <laughs> in an interview later on, Gwyneth Paltrow admitted she thought this was a and was going to be released at Christmas 2001, but then 9-11 happened. Oh, yeah. And they're like, we don't want to make a light of yeah. flight attendants or anything that goes on with them. Fair. So then it was pushed to April 2002, but they're like, still too soon. It went through another round of edits. They cut out two celebrity cameos, and then it was released in 2003. Uh-huh. There was a bit in the movie in which the flight attendants were taught how to deal with terrorists, but that was also cut because of 9-11. That makes sense. I think that may have been... Did you watch the credits? Yes. What the scene with Randy? Yeah, where he's on the floor. Yeah, I'm guessing that's maybe what that was. Maybe, that's part of it. Because that whole little section there was like, this doesn't make sense. I was confused about that too. It didn't really fit into it. Okay, that makes more sense than if they cut out a couple scenes. So maybe that's what it was. That's probably it. Um... In 2019, a British actor, writer, and director named Richard Ayoade found this movie so awful that he wrote a whole book about how awful <laughs> it was. As um, we're sitting here like, it was pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it had a $30 million budget. The book did? Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the movie. Uh, and it had a $19.5 million box office. So Aww. It flopped pretty yeah. hard. I, I loved it. Short I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great, too. Maybe the comedy just wasn't for the time. Maybe, like, it's our comedy today, and so... I guess. Like, wa- I watched the trailer for this because I, I was like, I really... I'm sure the trailer was terrible. The trailer was pretty bad. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm sure the trailer was bad. Like, I mean, like trailers of that time. I would say, I miss trailers from that time. They're just like like, really bad voiceovers. Super bad voiceovers. (laughs) Where airline pilots, sorry, I don't know. (laughs) They have like current music of the time. Yeah. So. It was just bad, so I don't blame people for I not wanting to see those trailers. That. I don't miss those, those trailers. Those trailers were great. <laughs> now it's just like all piano or like one instrument playing for all of the trailers. Yeah. It's evolved. Yes. I don't like it as much either. No, those were beautiful trailers. <laughs> and that guy, the one guy who did the who voice did, like, actors every for everyone, ever. he must be loaded. <laughs> oh, he must have so much money. <laughs> John, would you send off this movie for us? Please? I would love to. Uh, small town girl Gwyneth Paltrow just can't wait to escape her roots and see the world. And in order to do so, she must literally take to the skies and help us all. And it's about her journey and her dreams and who she becomes along the way. 
beautiful. That is exactly what this movie is. So we start <laughs> off with a home video of yes. Gwyneth turning... <laughs> with the voiceover. Yeah, with the voiceover, which we get... Uh, like, I want to say three times, uh, and this is one of them. Start, end, and maybe once in the middle. When, I think when she just... leaves Mark Ruffalo, I think. Does she? I don't remember. That's the second time that we get the voiceover. But yeah, there's definitely one at the very start and at the very end. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, she just talks a little bit about her growing up. Her mom. I love her mom. <laughs> I wanted more of her upbringing. I wanted a lot. I wanted more of how her mom was, who was an ex-show girl and had four husbands. This is on the ex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and then her dad only came to the party for beer. Yes. <laughs> See, there were really good one-liners. There were great one, but it was mostly in the first half of the movie. Yeah. And then it just it fell of, off. It just stopped. It tried to get more serious. Yeah, which... Shouldn't have. No. Why do we need serious films? Uh, and it starts with like a home video of her growing up in this terrible podunk town. And it also started with a cover of Don't Stop Believing. It wasn't the original. It was such a bad cover, too. There are so that many That one was bad. Um, uh, the J- Jackson 5 cover was ABC terrible. was so bad. Like, I wrote down all the covers. Uh, <laughs> like, they have a bunch of hit songs, but it's all covers. But, I no, Living on a Prayer, I think, was... It was actually Bon Jovi. I think that was a cover. Are you sure? Because in the subtitles bon it said Bon Jovi. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I, okay. And that one sounded right. So but the Don't Stop Believing was awful. Yeah. Maybe that was the only one they could afford to get. They bought that one and they're like, Our we can't afford out. the others. <laughs> Budget's gone. <Yeah. laughs> okay, well, maybe then, because I was really thrown by the fact they had so many covers in this film. Yeah. It was just really strange. But yeah, the first, they had, the Don't Stop Believing was not a good It was one very bad. With. And then I think they played a second time. They do. Yeah, later on, yeah. Because they play time after time twice. Time they do. after time. But was that was just, real, wasn't it? No, that was okay. not it. That I don't know that song else. well enough to know if it's a cover the original is cindy lopper and it was a different person in the subtitle saying who was singing um i want to know so like paparazzi had gmc this movie had big lots and i want to know how much big lots paid to be in this movie oh yeah she worked at big lots like for five minutes she worked at big lots um i loved that everybody had names like soap opera names for where they worked yes yeah (laughs) there was linda and lawn care and lawn care brenda and barbecue and then donna and luggage yeah i was like that i was sad that's why she didn't stay donna and dishware (laughs) yeah that would have been better but i guess that is why she didn't stay there because wasn't alliterative enough she was too big for big lots Wow. Yeah. She go. was. Her well, actually, that's kind of a different movie. That's Shallow Hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I kind of want to do that movie on here. We should. But I actually it's... enjoyed watching well, that movie. Well, but nowadays, it, it didn't it would, age oh, well. it would be canceled for sure. It did not it would age be well. For sure. I think it belongs here. <laughs> we can revisit it. I'll, I'll call Gwyneth after and be like, we'll give you one last shot to come on the show. Uh, but she has a boyfriend at Big Lots mm-hmm. who is moving out to like Tucson or something. It's her birthday, and he breaks up with her. So he can be with Brenda from Barbecues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, he's taking her to Tucson. Oh, that's right. I couldn't remember. Our poor but little Donna. Yeah, and he was like, "You're just like a small town girl," and she, she's expressed she wants like, to go. Yeah, she's like, "I want to leave." So why would he not take her? Like, did they not talk at all? She's He's holding her down. Communication. Mm. Re- resurfaces. We wouldn't have movies if people communicated. Oh, no, like, we would have only made, like, three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she 
goes to a bar to be sad, <laughs> which I w- was like, pretty her violent. line is great. Yes, she goes. I went to the bar. I contemplated becoming an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I left my job at Big Lots and decided to become an alcoholic. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, that line also was really funny. Uh, and she's about to start rifling through the garbage. <laughs> When Candace Bergen comes on the TV <laughs> talking about her life as a flight attendant. But she literally says, like, I was rifling through the garbage. Yeah. And looks up and goes, what? <laughs> Me. And uh, Candace talks about how she was a flight attendant. She wrote this book. And so then Gwyneth is like, that's what I'm going to... Or, you know what? I feel like we have, like, such a rapport with her. We could call her Gwen. <laughs> um, so Gwen is like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with my life. So she goes and buys the book. Mm-hmm. She reads it, I guess, like in a day. She devoured it. And she, well, that's shallow hell. That's a different movie. <laughs> uh, and she reads the book in a day and then just packs up and goes. Yeah. And she interviews for a job with Sierra. Sierra. Sierra okay. Airlines. Yeah. Sierra Airlines. <laughs> and when she interviews, the guy is actively talking her out of the job. I mean, if you saw somebody with prospects who was coming to work at a job where you knew they wouldn't get anywhere, wouldn't you try and send them somewhere better too? She does get somewhere, and she doesn't look too good for that job in the movie. Fair. So It's a good thing she started at Sierra because she had a panic attack on her first flight. Yeah! yeah. Like, she had never... I feel like that would have come up before. Like, that she had never flown. Have you flown? Well, I feel like people who are applying to be flight attendants... Probably have flown. Yeah. Like to fly. Yeah. Like to fly. Yeah. Enjoy it. Although, no, what, I guess if this is a one, planes have been around for a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, no. Um, so this isn't the glory age of flight attendants. Yeah, the right brother. Which Candace Bergen. No. <laughs> she refers to at one point how like it used to be like glamorous and luxury. Yeah. Um, but the guy is like, we fly like drunks and gamblers. <laughs> And she's like, well, I want to give drunks and gamblers the best, a, the best flight they can get. Uh, and she doesn't, like, have any altercations with any of them. No. Or anything like that. I was kind of respectable drunks. I would say, I was kind of surprised we didn't go down that path. Yeah, like, I kind of expected us to get something. Yeah, when I heard who was going to be on the flight, I was like, oh, this is going to be... Well, and then also you said our motto is big hair and short skirts. Yes. <laughs> and service and with sur- a smile. Yeah, you forgot the final thing. <laughs> Their outfits. Were something, something. like Christina Applegate could have designed them in their last Oh my gosh, this is her. That's her <laughs> oh my gosh, like it four is. years later. Oh, and that's why the mom is in this movie too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this changes everything because they are very much that style of horrible. <laughs> IMDb listed all the designers for the outfits they wore, like for like the people who designed this uniform. And I think they were big names, but I also don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I just thought that was funny. So Gwen looks like she's a hooker and she's in the bathroom. And then Kelly Preston comes out of the stall with breasts that I don't know are real They're or gigantic. fake. I was they were I, big. Were they fake? I don't know. Because I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, we like, see in a bikini later and... They're gigantic. They don't look fake. It's not... Uh, it didn't look the same. It didn't Granted, look it wasn't, like, as skin tight as a baby yeah. was. Yeah. Um, but I've only ever seen her in Sky High. Uh, Who's she in Sky she's High? The she's the mom. It's been so long. The flying mom, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't really tell. I didn't have, like, a good frame of reference. <laughs> but I was like, they look 
They look big. Like, like my jaw jaw. Like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, even she went. Those are big. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I like paused the movie because I, I got to look. But no, but just, just like because I was like, huh? I, I was. They're like as big as her head. Yeah, they, they really are. I she was, was not fitting in that outfit very well. Like no. They, like, if they were real, she was, like, falling over. But, like, Gwen's looked really big, too, at one point. Maybe it's just the outfit. Maybe, Maybe it was the outfit. I honestly could not tell. They did very heavily emphasize that these are women, though. Yes. Throughout the whole film. Oh, yeah. I could not question. No, because, like, when they're at the Academy later and whatever that uniform was they were wearing. Like, there, there was a point where Gwen was just wearing, like, a kind of a crop top with, like, belly showing. Mm-hmm. That um, was her shirt at the Academy. Oh, it was? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I couldn't remember. But they, kind of like the horror movie rule. Like, yeah. if there's a woman, they, they, the rule of tank. Yeah. Um, but in this one, it was just, if it's a woman, then you're going to know it. <laughs> yeah. She got classy, though, at the end when she was Paris first yeah, class her, in Yeah, yeah her was very was classy. Yeah. Like, there were so many different uniforms. They were. I loved it. And then the uniform that's on the movie poster, she never wears. Isn't it, like, purple? It's, like, a big... I could try and find it. It's, like, a big orange uniform, and she never wears it again. Mm, or, see. she never wears it once. Because I was, like, why does she never wear that uniform? Christina oh, Applegate with, down the middle. Uniform. I would say Christina Applegate did. Yeah, and if she took Christina Applegate's job, why is she not wearing the same uniform? It doesn't make any sense. I didn't get it at all. Well, she didn't, though, because Christina Applegate was doing New York International. I guess she did go straight. Yeah, to Paris International. I don't think Christina Applegate was doing internationally. I think she was just doing New York, like, with... Oh, okay. So maybe that's what it was. But so, why would she... Why would they show her in that uniform in the movie poster when she never even wears it? I have no maybe... Idea. don't know. No reason. It was weird. I didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, but Donna gets the job. She goes with Sherry on the first flight, and she meets <laughs> Rob Lowe. And his <laughs> first he gives of some great two, lines too. Yeah, of his first of two appearances, yeah. and he does the whole shtick of like, "Oh, I've only had like a couple crashes, <laughs> and like it's helped me grow." And called experience. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm just kidding," but that's like the only. Like, he gives two more lines later, and then yeah. he's just yeah. out. And But, like, he, like, turns around, and we all pause just to look at Rob Lowe for a <gasps> second, know. and then he talks. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I thought he'd be, like, a big part of the movie. No. I thought he was going to come back or, or something. Or, like, a love interest or something. Yeah, yeah like, he was nope. going to fly <sighs> with her. He could have been her co-pilot at the end. That's what yeah. I was thinking, too. That would have been so cute. Yeah, but, Would it not have been perfect? But we do want her to end up with Mark Ruffalo. That's true. Yes. And also not crashing airplanes. Not but, uh, but he hasn't. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it seems like I've only had based six off near of misses. like <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? That's what he said. He said I've had six near misses, two crashes, I call it experience. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought based off of like how he seems like charming and with yeah. it that like this was just like a stepping stone so he was gonna like show up at mm-hmm. the next airline or mm-hmm. show up at the end or just yeah. something yeah which he did no he just disappears into oblivion forever he gives her one pep talk and then that's just like the the end of it for sure yeah uh but there's shag carpet on the walls of the plane which was just amazing detail uh i thought that was fantastic the early 2000s were strong with they this were one. another time uh, you can definitely tell like the quality of the camera footage yes yes <laughs> and as the plane takes off 
They do like a complete like turn to the yeah. side at one point. So Gwen's panic attack is warranted. Valid. Yeah. Um, but she like completely freaks out and is screaming that they're all gonna die. <laughs> and I genuinely laughed at that. Like her performance was, was really good. It was really good because she was just losing it and causing a panic with all the yes. all the passengers. And then when the flight lands. Her big hair has completely <laughs> gone to normal. Yeah. And Rob Lowe comes back for his final scene. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's okay, like, I'm a pilot, so I know where people are going. And you're going places. It's my job to know where people are going. Yeah. <laughs> that so was a terrible line, it but was I loved a it. terrible line. It was a great line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of his lines, it was one of the best, because there were only a couple. <laughs> but, uh, so then Gwen is like, I believe in myself, and I can do this. So she starts to really work her way up, pun intended because it's up in the sky, and <laughs> she, I was surprised that they had like full meals on this flight. Yeah, and, sandwiches. Yeah, like we get pretzels now, which like obviously it's been like 20 years, yeah. um, so things have changed, but I was like, that's a full-fledged meal, even if it's a low-class airline, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Mm-hmm. To me, I was impressed. Uh, but later on, we meet Christina, who is like now a trainee for Gwen. Yeah. And they all work together on the same flight, the three of them, Sherry, Gwen, and Christina. And then they just, like, go hang out on Sherry's houseboat. Is it one Sherry's day. boyfriend? Her boyfriend's yeah. boat. Herb. 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 <laughs> who we never meet. No, we never see him. And who also steals flare guns? Yes. Question mark. And they are tanning on the boat, and... Gwen has to go get a clasp for her bra, or for her, not her bra, her bikini top. And then Mark Ruffalo shows up, all just happy and radiant. All Mark Ruffalo. He deserves every toast in this movie. Like There are a lot, like, Gwen does a pretty good job, like, Mark Ruffalo is just so charming. He is. And endearing throughout this film. He's just an endearing pal. And he shows up with his boat, and he talks with Kelly, who is flirting, and Christina, who is flirting. And he gets on the boat to get his flare gun that was stolen, and then he accidentally, well... Not accidentally. Not accidentally. (laughs) He goes to bust down the door on Herb. (laughs) And it's Gwen, and then he covers his eyes like a gentleman. Yeah, but then, what does she say? She's like, you can look, I'm okay. No, 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 no. She's like, do I look like a ner- a, herb? a herb? And he like, he like, oh, so yeah. his fingers. And he's he like, goes, I guess not. No. <laughs> and he gets like the clip from like a bread bag. And yeah. it saves the day. For I was really trying to figure out the mechanics of that. He probably just put it through the one hook and through the other hook and called it a day. Maybe okay. Um. Yeah. I was really confused about how he did it because I was like that guy. I was thinking it was like a twisty tie. It is. It is. No, it was like the clip that looks like an arch. No, wasn't no, it, it was a just twisty like normal, tie? Like bread tie? It yeah. was. Yeah. Okay, then I saw it wrong. I'm black. Okay, I was um, saying no. I thought it was just a bread tie. Okay, because I was really confused how he was gonna. Because uh, I wouldn't know how they would do it with an arch, whereas like a twisty tie would make yeah. sense. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Mark is like, well, it's customary for me to take any new people out oh, on like boat. a trip of the boat, and then Christina is like, I want to come. So they just go driving, and Gwen asks about him while Christina tries to get Mark to rub oil on her. I love, he's like, yeah, I dropped out of law school. She's like, yeah, I dropped out of high school. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> she's like, 
Aqua High School. Oh, and, and then, then, then Gwyneth goes, why'd you quit? And she goes, well. <laughs> She's about to watch it. That was all of that. That was, was good. Really like, the, there's solid humor. There's, there's solid jokes humor. in the beginning of the movie, but then it just stops. And yeah. It's really sad. Uh, and Mark is like, oh, well, I was in my final year of law school. Just, just finish. finish. Yeah. You can always just take a break and <laughs> come back. Yeah. Oh which is gosh. what he does. Yeah, but, but he was like, I was on my way to be a big shot, but I just didn't want to anymore. Just get your degree. Like, it didn't make any you're sense. You maybe three months away. Yeah. At a suck. max, you're three months away. You can Look, just suck it up. And deal with it. Right. That was just crazy. You've already put so much money into it. You would... Like, if, even if you're not going to use it... Just get it. Just get it. So you can <laughs> say you've got it. And later that day, Christina is like, you know what? Or, no, they go, all go to a diner, and then three nice flight attendants come mm, through. Start dissing the place. They trash everything about the area where they were. My favorite thing is, I don't think they realized the girls that kind of like hookers were also flight attendants. <laughs> I know, they're probably... I don't think they did. There's probably workers here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably just thought they were like strippers from town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, because they look over at them at one point, but just say nothing. Yeah. And all the girls are like, we could do better. Like, we could, we, we could do that. this. Yeah. And Gwen is like, there's a job fair for... Uh, royalty Airlines. For Royalty Airlines. We can get it. And so they go. They interview with John Whitney, who is Mike Myers, mm. who apparently is an icon in the yeah. travel industry. And Despite the fact that he's never worked in the travel industry, except no. as a trainer. Yeah. Only as a trainer. And he does all of their interviews, and... To multiple times, he has to tell them what eye to look in because yeah. his eyes are crossed. Yeah. And well, so let me ask the one. What does he say? Do you get scared easily? Yeah. And she goes, "Oh, because of the eye." And he goes, "Huh?" Because <laughs> that's why she didn't get it. Yeah, she didn't yeah. get the job. Yeah. Also, during her interview, she's like, "Well, I've worked for Sierra for a long time. It's on the resume, right below Hooters." Hooters yeah. Which was so. And he goes, "Oh, good." Yeah, and then he pulls it up right up to his good eye. Again, just like solid comedy and. Oh. Kelly Preston doesn't get the job, no. so her character disappears for the rest of the movie. I was so sad. I liked her character. I did, too. I really wanted her to come back at the end or something. Yes. It really could have worked. And Christina and Gwen then get their position, or they pass the They get interview. into the school. So they get into the training school, and... Gwen leaves Mark Ruffalo behind, and that was so sweet because they had a date and mm-hmm. like they were gonna kiss, and he's like, "All we have are goodbye kisses," so I rather just not do it because that's yeah. the first time I was swooning as a girl looking at Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> she was swooning, but it was only like, I so could be that smooth. And then they play time oh. after time. Time. The bad cover time. of Time After Time. It's still the vibe was there. Yeah, and they played an instrumental version later, and then the lyrical yeah, version the later. Full, yeah. Um. So there's still more to come on that. Uh, and when Mike Myers comes back for later on when they're, like, uh, checking in for school, <laughs> I got so much Shrek from him. Like, I heard so much of Shrek come through his regular voice. It was very weird to me. I didn't. I couldn't shake it. For the rest of the movie, I you heard just it. just saw Shrek. I just saw Shrek. <laughs> uh, and they all check in and he calls them by their wrong names. He goes, oh, Christine. And they go, no. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and... He's like, oh, you're in 2B. That's awesome. And then he goes to the next one. He's like, you're in 2C. That room is awesome. <laughs> and they all go into training. And training is... 
Interesting. Yeah. Then they a few of them, and I don't know why it's just these few get invited to the Sally. Yeah. Yeah. Only a few of them go to her house. Like she doesn't know who any of them are. She just invites like six out of like the thirty that are there. Yeah. And they all have dinner and get to talk with her and uh, her husband in this super bougie nice house. Yeah. And then Gwen goes into the bathroom. Did you think the soaps were also Jello? I I thought I thought they were something else. I don't know, just like flimsy. I like wanted to play with them. <laughs> they looked like fun. I did think they, they looked could... like something else. Because <laughs> <laughs> like first... soap. <laughs> I, was, I, I did really wonder. I was like, this movie is PG. Yeah. Uh, what is this object? But it, definitely, <laughs> it definitely was a plane. Uh, but I also just thought it was Jello, and I was like, I thought it was Jello too. Well, because she picked one up, and it. It looked Jill. like it. Shook. Yeah. Also, just like the color of it. Yeah. Just because it was like red and green, I was like, raspberry jello. She did not put enough soap on her hands. No. She just like picked it up and sat it back down. Yeah. I don't know. And like, I'm not gonna lie. Christina Aguilera is wrong for stealing. But Christina Aguilera. Christina, <laughs> Christina Applegate is wrong for stealing. Uh, but, but there like, were like, but there like twenty of them. of them. Yeah, like I definitely would have taken. I mean, like, like, oh, cool! Like she gave us soaps or something. Yeah, like that would just be a really cool. He was like a bowl of different soaps next to his sink and invites tons of people over. And it doesn't expect all of them to be there. Yeah, uh, like one of them would definitely disappear because of oh, him. Yeah. And then Candace Virgin runs into her um, on her way to the bathroom, and they have a weird moment. They do. Like it was strange. <laughs> it was very strange. between like them two and then uh, Rob Lowe and Gwen was just like yeah. they instantaneously are like you're going places. Like, we know you have a future. I've never seen the scene, but it gave me big energy of what's the movie where oh, like ghost? she's molding? Yeah, molding clay. Because oh, <laughs> she, yeah, she, it gave me that energy, and I was like, yeah. oh, well, because she was standing behind, she like. Feel it. Yeah. Touch the fabric. And then she'd be like, say it with me. Yeah. Paris International. Paris First Class International. <laughs> and then, like, Gwyneth hears her voice multiple times within the movie. Saying it gave me that. big ghost vibes. <laughs> it, was just, it was weird. Ghost Rider? No. Ah, no. <laughs> it was strange. It was. It was very strange. Uh, and Candace is like, I think you can make it. Like, you can really go for it and you can win and I believe in your success and mm-hmm. then Gwen's like okay I'm gonna make it happen and now they're best friends and they are best like she has her number yeah I don't know and they go into school and training and she's doing really well <laughs> and Christina Applegate is like oh this is too tough for me some of the training was insane I love it because they're all having to put on the, ga- like, the <laughs> yes. mask and like scream out instructions horror, so you can't horror. hear any of it yeah and I- well, because in the credits later, they have Mike Myers walking down the aisle as they're doing that. And I was like, I don't know how he's not just busting out <laughs> laughing as everyone with oxygen masks is just it's yelling just like, at him. <laughs> and then I also did laugh when Christina Applegate has to go check the window. She's like, asses the window. That was really funny, too. Uh, and one night while they're studying, Gwen is talking to Christina. And she's like, you just got to believe in yourself. And... Christina's like, it's just so much easier for you than it is for me. Like, I'm going to get stuck with Cleveland, probably. Mm-hmm. And Gwen is like, it could be worse. And then Christina goes and gets the soaps out of her dresser. Yeah, I don't know why she was going through her drawers. But no, I think she was getting something out for her. Because I think they were about to, like, go out to eat or something. Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And, and she sees soap in Christina's drawer. 
And she's like, stealing is against <sighs> the rules. Section 23B. <laughs> and Christina's like, oh no, this is just like guest soap. It's no big deal. And Gwen's like, no, you can't steal. And Christina's like, are you sad? Like, are you disappointed <laughs> Are you me? mad at me? And Gwen's like, it's okay. And then they hug? Like, it was just like, all of that was just like, Weird, strange. Which, if Gwen had just ratted her out, then mm-hmm. because Gan- Candace holds on to that for a year, yes. she's like, I will not let go that someone stole my <laughs> airplane soap. Yeah, they were pretty cool soaps. They were. Oh, like I would be pissed. I'm too sure if you had to pay to get. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean that's a for multiple reasons a special mold. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but uh, at this point, um, I think. Once they take the tests... Yeah, that's next. Well, we get kind of like a training montage. Yeah, there's but nothing whole, important, right? Yeah, they, a training montage for them going through school, then they take their tests and everything, and they get the results of where they're going to be flying, and Christina gets New York, mm-hmm. and Gwen gets Cleveland, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like a commuter... Apparently. It's a commuter airline associated with royalty. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Royalty Air Express or something. Yeah. yeah. And Gwen goes to complain to Mike Myers, and she's like, I can't believe this. Like Something you, must have gone wrong. Like, you, you need to check the tests. Test. Yeah, you need to check the tests or something. Which, like, from that moment, I knew, like, there was this Oh, yeah. Well, once they said, like, pass up the test, and I'm like, they're going to change Well, it. yeah, when they said, pass them up and put your ID on, I was like, it's getting switched. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, there was a mix-up. Yeah. And... Mike says at one, he's like angry too because Gwen is procedures. Like, well, guess what? It doesn't always work out. And then he says, "There's a shit stick out there called procedure," which was just a, like a roast anatose from me. It was just a very interesting line. And then Gwen is just like, "I guess this is my future." So she goes to Cleveland where she's working with Randy, uh, and they are flight attendants on the same flight, and she. Sets up a poster for Paris in her apartment. And then she learns two French words. And, and that's then it. she is ready. And then by the end of the movie, she's fluent. She didn't even French. say I'm right. Well, I, no, I imagine didn't. that that was just to so, show us she started. I bet she yeah. was doing the tapes the whole but time. But she went bonjour. Monsieur! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's almost how the tape sounded. It was terrible. Yeah. Also, the book on tape that she listened... I was like, was book on tape this big at the time? Because oh, yeah. she listens to Mike Myers' book on tape as well. I love that he had a book on tape. Yes. Same. For I would buy that book course. if yes. I could. That's the book I want. Not the book that that he critic kept, like, review <laughs> of this movie. I just love that he kept expanding the acronym. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess it's actually... Blah, 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 blah. All passengers are... Uh, it was halt. Yeah, hungry, halt. And then angry, it was halt. <laughs> See the world through. Hungry, angry. And then something tired or something. Yeah. Lonely, tired. Lonely. Lonely, tired. Which I was like, okay, way to hit me with some facts. But <laughs> uh, it's not just passengers, I'll tell you that much. Uh, and once uh, Gwen is like established in Cleveland, she eventually runs into Mark Ruffalo, Dun-dun. who is conveniently from Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I came because someone suggested that I, you know, go really school. go for it and finish my career. Mm-hmm. And I totally bought that Gwen was gonna, or that the chick who was there with Mark was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, that, I it saw wasn't that gonna work out for that. I really thought, like, Gwen was gonna have to, like, you know, home wreck that relationship. Oh, no. When he said, oh, that's my partner. Yeah. <laughs> she was, yeah. When he said, that's my partner, I was like, I see what they're about to do. And then they did it, and I was like, ah. 
I really thought I thought there was going to be conflict. No. Uh, and so Gwen and Mark like moving together like the immediately. Next, yeah, like immediately, and they start having their romance together. Uh, and then we got another cover was for once in my life, which is originally by Stevie Wonder, but that was not who it was <laughs> I sung by. That one. And so at this one, I took a tally. It was for <laughs> once in my life, time after time. ABC, Don't Stop Believin', and then Living on a Prayer was the original version. Yes, it was actually the original. All the others were just covers. <laughs> uh, and Donna goes and spends Christmas with Mark, and she gets like a red sweater from them because they all wear a red Christmas sweater. It was super cute. But then she doesn't wear it for Ever. their Ever. family photo. I know, she should have put it on right then. 